Earlier today, Amir Safadi did a prophecy update on social media. When I saw that he was going to be talking about hooks in the jaws of Russia, Ezekiel 38, I thought I, I want to hear what he has to say. Now, if you don't know the ministry of Amir Safadi, you need to. Number one, he has a Jewish background, so he has a certain understanding of the Old Testament that a lot of us as believers don't have. That is an asset. He's also come to know Jesus Christ as his Savior, his Messiah, and he has studied the New Testament, and he has what I think is an accurate view of what the Bible predicts about the future. And, of course, there are other teachers that are very capable as well. What Amir brings to the equation is he also has, apparently, a number of sources of information that has proven to be reliable in the Middle East especially, but really around the globe. And so when he talks about current events, he does so with a knowledge base that few people have. And that's why I find his ministry especially effective and especially helpful. Now, I do my best to follow news sources around the globe. But here's something that Amir shared today that I was unaware of. And that is, he talked about what is taking place around the city of Damascus. Now, when I say that, Maybe you are familiar with Isaiah chapter 17 and verse 1. It says, An oracle concerning Damascus. Behold, Damascus will cease to be a city and will become a heap of ruins. Now we can speculate as to how this might take place, but just when we see activity, destructive activity around Damascus, we begin to wonder. And by the way, some believe when it says a heap of ruins, it could be that Damascus will be destroyed by a nuclear weapon. But here's Amir with a report that I hadn't heard. Now I would like to uh, inform you that three days ago, Israel strike the suburbs of Damascus. Now, why is it so different than other strikes? First of all, following the visit of Naftali Bennett, the Israeli Prime Minister, to Vladimir Putin on Saturday, most likely the Russians were very impressed with the Israeli effort to mediate this whole situation. Now, make no mistake, the Russians don't want to feel ousted by the whole world. The fact that uh, an Israeli Prime Minister is flying on Shabbat all the way to Moscow of uh, probably helped the image uh, of uh, Putin as someone who is not completely isolated. Uh, just so you know, uh, apparently there were some understandings with the Russians that Israel must operate using its air, air force, not just from surface-to-surface uh, -surface missiles. Because if you remember, up until a few days ago, the tension with the Russians in Syria did not allow us to operate from the air. And therefore, the last few times Israel strike, it was surface-to-surface -surface missiles. For the first time since, uh, you know, uh, Bennett visited Putin, um, Israel sent F-16s to the Lebanese airspace, and we, se uh, and we sent uh, quite a few rockets from those F-16s, and we destroyed something big. Apparently, Israel got the intelligence that there is an underground facility where the uh, Iranians are working on weapon precision uh, project, taking dumb missiles and attaching to them GPS, advanced GPS systems that will make them very, very precise. 
At the same time, there's some rather strange things taking place. I mean, Russia was helping Iran negotiate with the United States. They were supporting Iran until the very last minute. How did that happen? Why did that happen? Well, Amir has an explanation for that. But the other one that's hard to comprehend, and that is Erdogan of Turkey. He absolutely hates Israel, and yet he's now making overtures toward Israel. But you know something? There's always some kind of motivation behind the scenes, and Amir had this thought. There's something going on in the Middle East, and you're probably asking yourself, Amir, I thought you always said that Turkey will come against Israel. I sure did, and I sure am still saying that. But at the present moment, what serves the interest of the Turks is actually being on our side and not against us. They have enough problems on their plate. And you're probably asking me, so when will Turkey come against Israel? When the moment comes and Russia will change its mind about Israel, Turkey will join it. Remember, it is not Turkey and Iran that initiate the attack on Israel, according to the scriptures, it is Rosh, it is Russia, and they will join. And so be patient here, because it is, it is going to happen. The Bible says it's going to happen, but at the moment, Russia is still ally of Israel. Turkey wants to be ally of Israel. Iran is Iran. Iran never wants to be. Ever since 1979, Iran is not interested in having anything to do with Israel, as you can clearly see. Now, Iran has been doing all that it possibly can to get as much as they can from the United States, going back to their original agreement during the Obama administration, which was put aside by the Trump administration. And now the Biden administration is trying desperately to cut a deal with Iran. It's hard to comprehend why we would be doing this. And the danger for Israel is obvious. The Iran deal uh, that America is eagerly working on right now. Listen to me now. It's very important that you understand it. Okay. America is about to strike a deal with Iran that is 10 times worse than the one before. Everyone knows that. Congress knows that because there's, there's way a majority in Congress that is against it. Senator Cruz said that Senate will not approve it. But you know, the president has his own way of bypassing if he wants to sign the deal. But I want you to understand something, something that happened in the last few days, something very surprising, something quite fascinating that happened. It is probably one of the good things that came out of the Ukraine war, if anything good can come out of it. Watch this. The biggest power that pushed for the Iran deal was Russia. Why? Because Russia wanted to enjoy the, the billions of dollars that are now being given or, being, or, or going to flow into Iran. All the assets, all the billions that are frozen in different accounts all around the world will be uh, released and Iran will be able to revive its economy and Russia wanted a stake in these all of these billions. And guess what happened? Russia, who pushed for this deal for months, Russia, Russia is now against it. You probably ask yourself, what? And I'm saying, yes, listen to this. 
Russia now has more sanctions on it than Iran, than Venezuela, and than North Korea. The Russians right now are in a, in a way more dire situation right now than the other three countries I just mentioned. And the Russians are saying to themselves, why should Iran get all the billions and other countries will enjoy it when we were the ones who facilitated this whole thing to begin with? So Russia wants a written declaration from the United States that all the sanctions that are being imposed on Russia right now will not include its dealing with Iran. <laughs> now, basically, they're saying, hey, you can punish us for whatever, but when it comes to Iran, you have to allow us to do business with them. Well, of course, Antony Blinken, the Secretary of State, uh, said, of course not. And this is when the Russians says, if that's the case, then we are not going to uh, support this. The Iranians were shocked. I, uh, the Iranians, <laughs> they had the Russians on their side for the whole time. And suddenly at the money time, the Russians bailed. Make no mistake, America is about to lift up sanctions from Iran and from, from Venezuela in order to buy from Venezuela oil in order to boycott Russia. Think about it. It's not about Ukraine. This is your chance to get back. This is your chance to attack and, and try to completely destroy Russia. This is how the Russians are, feel right now. Make no mistake, they feel that they're with their back to the wall and that this is a personal vendetta of the US president against the Russians and and again, I'm, I'm not on the Russian side, not at all. I'm just telling you how it feels with the Russians right now. Well, I have time to share one more excerpt from Amir Safadi's uh, weekly newsletter on Bible prophecy. By the way, I would encourage you to sign up and get his material. Uh, the web address is beholdisrael.org, beholdisrael.org. And again, it's Amir Safadi. And Amir then commented, by the way, you're listening to just a few minutes of a time in which he went, I think, an hour and 20 minutes. And so I'm just giving you a few highlights. And he did share one thing about why will Russia eventually invade Israel. The text tells us, Ezekiel 38, it'll have to do with, with wealth. Well, in this case, it could well be that it's going to be the wealth of the natural resources that Israel has. Here's Amir. It is energy that is going to be what Russia would want to take from Israel. Russia doesn't need anything but what Russia, you know, is is experts in. If Russia wants to dominate uh, energy, uh, and and by doing that to sub bring to submission uh, Europe. And finally, by the way, forty fifth president said that so many times. He said he warned the Germans. Don't work on Nord Stream 2 because you are creating a greater dependence on, 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 on the Russian uh, gas and oil. Don't do that. Do you think they listened to him? No. The first thing the 46th president did is allowing the Germans to finish that deal. Stopping Keystone XL. Stopping using of fra uh, frac uh, fracking and, and all of that creating once again dependency on Russian oil. 
and now even going and begging Venezuela to sell them oil. Unbelievable. You need to understand, folks, and it has to be clearly understood. There is a hook in the jaw of Roche, and it's all going to come towards Israel eventually. And when the Bible says it's coming like a dark cloud, to me, it looks like it's going to be, for the most part, from the air, like rockets or whatever it is. But even troops on the ground that may come from Syria, the Bible says that God will have earthquakes and, and brimstones coming and all of that. It's going to be a supernatural victory of God, not of Israel, on the mountains of Israel. Quite an amazing thing. So, you know, I just wanted you to understand all of this is happening uh, now. And if that's, if that's not enough, God continues to work. Throughout what is going on in Russia and Ukraine right now, there's some good news in the bad news. Unprecedented number of Russian Jews are now asking to come to Israel. And that, my friends, is also in keeping with biblical prophecy. Let's be ready. Let's be prepared for our redemption is drawing near.